November 2, Sierra Juliet. That is our FCC licensed shortwave amateur radio station at Camp Ramah in the Berkshires. N2SJ. This is an exciting program. This is your chance to speak to people all over the world. Plain old fun. Come on down and visit our amateur radio station, November 2, Sierra Juliet, at Camp Ramah in the Berkshires. N2SJ. ניתן להאזין לרדיו כל רמה גם באמצעות האפליקציה. גם באמצעות האפליקציה. האפליקציה של כל רמה. חפשו אותנו באפסטור ובפלייסטור. כל רמה. אתם מאזינים לרדיו כל רמה, 102.3 FM, מרגישים קיץ באוויר. Yes, you are hearing it correctly. Uh, this is the second ever installation of the man, the Mitch, and the legend. So uh, we'll get into it. First, I'd like to introduce Mitch Mernick. Oh, I thank you for having me on the program. <laughs> then I'd like to introduce <laughs> Mitch Mernick. Well, I, I don't think you really sound like Mitch Mernick, but okay, here we are, and here we are. Here we are in radio. And then I'd like to introduce the last Mitch Mernick. Hello, my name is Mitch Mernick, and uh, well, I'm very happy to be here on Radio Kovamah, FM. Oh, well, so the thing about radio is... Tell me it, about it. So, there was this one time where I was at the Hadar Ochel, and uh, I told this on the Moody Foodies about... Uh, oh, you're going to tell about the, that egg problem we had. We all oh, was this the one about the hard-boiled egg? Listen, it, it was, was a, a raw egg. I remember. You make fun of it, it but it was, was very... It was frightening. It was very frightening. I was a raw egg. How did a raw egg get in with in all the hard-boiled eggs? Of hard boiled it and eggs. And it just got... Yolk was getting everywhere. Some leaked onto my pants. <laughs> so, so, Mitch, um, what is the most important thing about ham radio? Well, well so I'll tell you. It was plain old fun. <laughs> It's plain old fun. The thing that you got to know about ham radio, it's, a, it's an exciting opportunity for people to talk to people all over the world. All over the world. You really can talk to people all, all over, over the, the world. world. All over the world. All over the world. All over the world. The world. Including uh, places like Australia, where you could find... Um, <laughs> or Hawaii, which is the home of my long-lost brother, Lilo and Stitch Mernick. Forget about Hawaii. We're happy if we can get to Rockland County. <laughs> that makes sense. So, I guess you could say the most important part about ham radio is it's a chance to... This is your chance to speak to people all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. All over the world. N-T-O-S-J. But I, I'd rather talk about right now... Is the award not called Polar <laughs> but fun. the award? Come on down and visit Mar- our. Am- yes, we have. Have I mentioned that we've won a couple of awards? Do we win them through the irritable bowel syndrome? <laughs> That's the intercollegiate broadcasting system. Well, we are agreeing that we're both talking about IBS. <laughs> All right, stop with the. Uh, <laughs> Would you stop it, Mitch? <laughs> so, uh, for our listeners, let's just tell them what's going on here. They're listening at home. They're hearing great music. They're happy, and all of a sudden, three. Mitch Mernick's get on the air. Well, so the thing about Colrema is, is it's a wonderful program where children and staff alike can be very creative. Um, There's a so lot of I would like to start off by saying my favorite um, letter in the phonetic alphabet, which would be November. I, I'm a huge fan of, as a matter of fact, Juliet, uh, because it is the first name 
the first letter of the first name of my favorite character from Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> which is Juliet. You know, we are very happy here tonight to welcome, from the past, Mitch Mernick. <laughs> Dr. Rich Mernick? At the Could board. it be? Lilo and Stitch Mernick? Abercrombie the award, the and award winning Sammy Sandler, who is uh, our uh, DJ for the evening. Sammy, it is great to have you back here at, radio, at the award winning Radio Coleman. Would you say he's DJ Emeritus? I, I would definitely say uh, emeritus. So he's uh, the DJ. I don't understand what that means. Emeritus? Well, so what that means is, well, actually, I don't know either. <laughs> it means you aged out. <laughs> <laughs> and we have here um, Milk. Milk is here. Milk Sandler. I, I am here, here with my good friend, Mitch Mernick. Well, thank also you. Also award so glad- winning. Award- two award winners. From Radio Call It's true, well, but you know, it's not about the awards. It's not. It's about, it's who, about good awards? radio. You said it's not about the awards. I believe I, it I, was me, Mitch Murdoch, who said it is uh, not about the awards. Like something he would say, it what does, does he know? <laughs> a heck of a lot about ham radio, believe yeah, it or he not. He knows so much about ham radio, you'd think maybe it was all beef radio. <laughs> Certainly not halal. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, no, it, it is good to be back. Um, you know, Colorama uh, was uh, probably this, definitely the start of uh, me doing any sort of actual broadcast radio, um, despite the fact that, uh, you know, uh, if you've ever actually talked to me, you know I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, Israeli music, but I've learned to love some of the songs. I just can't remember their names because I can't pronounce them, which you <laughs> want to talk about a Pandora's box. Um, it's uh, the kind of situation you have there. But no, it, it, I mean, Kolarama was a great start for me. It was it gave me the confidence going into college to, you know, walk into the radio station, apparently have an ego. So that was pretty funny. But um no, I, I love this place. I mean, just the whole place as a whole. Um, and I, and it's funny because I don't think the campers really um, are able to realize what kind of a special microcosm camp is. Um, just in the sense of, you know, there's no homework. There's no parents. I mean, sometimes they want the parents. But, you know, there's it's it's like a place where you know you're safe and you have all of your best friends and you're there for seven weeks and, uh, you know, I know, I know kids uh, sometimes love to just complain about camp. I don't know if it's a Jewish culture thing or what. Uh, God knows I love to complain as well. But uh, once you're off staff and you really get uh, a little bit more perspective of what other jobs are like, I think um, a lot of people would be lucky to, you know, work at camp and enjoy their time here. So it's really great to be back in this seat and, you know, um, to have some of the memories float back and, uh, you know, and then see some of the kids that are like, remember me? I was in your radio class. And it's like, I don't, but I'm really glad you remember me. <laughs> you know, Sammy, I, I, I loved, I love to hear what you said about, you know, about coming back and, and really recognizing what, what a, what a lucky thing it is to be here at camp. I mean, you know, I, I, I've been here for a good amount of time. I think this is my eighth summer on staff. I've watched Kolcha Vimers grow into Geshear campers. And uh, hold on, smile for my close-up. I mean, no, but but seriously, I mean, there. If not to get too political no, on the but podcast, but uh, on well, because it's going in the podcasting no, folder, so I sure. can call it that. But um, yeah, I think for 
I think you know what would really help the staff morale in camp. Uh, it would be I, I have them all have them all work an actual job for two <laughs> weeks and let them know how lucky they are to be here. You know, work a for, no work a real forty hour week and then come back to camp and say, oh, this isn't the way I want. Like, like the thing is, you gotta think about it. You used, you used to pay money to go here. No, I right? think and, and you get even if you even get twenty percent of that experience, which you get way more than that from being on staff as far as memories go. Oh sure. And then you but you're also getting paid. I mean that's like well, a dream come yeah, true. And, and think <laughs> about it like this too. I mean, first of all, honestly I think the memories I've made on staff uh, f- are far superior to the memories I had as a camper. Some of the camper memories are funny and I still tell some hard oat and stories. Uh, but most of the great things that I've done in camp that I've uh, best memories I've had uh, were for, for sure my staff years and and I, I think that people also undersell like you know in a workplace environment in a normal job you know a real job a real world job you can't you, wear flip flops well, forget just the dress code <laughs> but you're lucky if you have like workplace friends and you're talking about yeah. like coming on staff and you work with some of your genuine best friends like people that you you know you went into the proverbial Rama foxhole you know you you ate A.B. Lasnik's kitchen food together you've been through a lot well, <laughs> I wouldn't insult A.B. Lasnik unless we're on the Moody Foodies, but uh, well, you know, with my shout out to Justin Pfizer. Love that guy. Yeah, what a guy. What a guy. Um, now I'm going to have to force him to listen to it just to hear the shout out. Yeah, but, you know, the um, Moody Foodies was a camp, Cole uh, Rama legendary mean, tale. That was knows. one of the first times that people like just wanted to get on the radio outside of their prakim. And, and we were inspired by our counselors doing it. And I don't think, you know, I, I hope people realize what... Um, what kind of impact and opportunity they have to really make a difference in someone's life in this place. Because think, think about how seriously people take things here. Like, like Palmer Day, up. for oh example. I know, I know that's not a very popular topic. What are you talking People love Palmer Day. It's still a huge thing. I but, mean, I was on Scrabble. I but. mean, but think about it. Like, I, we we're talking in the car here. I mean, those kids, oh my God. when they go to Palmer Day, I mean, and I could tell you, just, this is just from my experience. This is nothing like, and that was like six years ago, so take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're ready to go to war. <laughs> like a low I mean, you're in the trenches. Like, those are your buddies. Like, you have their back 100%. And like, think how beautiful that is. And the people that are teaching them these kind of values are no older than 20 years old. My coaches were no older than 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you heard about it's what amazing. happened last year with uh, with Palmer Day and Yom Sport. Yeah, and um, honestly, I... Th- what are your the, thoughts? The, the, the sick part of me loves it. <laughs> what, what happened? Well, so I, last year... I love on, it. Last year, everyone was getting worked up about Palmer Day. They do their traditions, the Omer, you know, Isaac Vilzingen, and blah, 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 blah. You know, that pep rally. And the next day, when they're all in the Ulam waiting for Palmer to show up on the buses, and who runs out? Sports staff. It's Yom Sport Breakout. And, and kids tried to, like, walk out. I mean, they were mad. Kids were, like, crying I mean, listen, and listen, listen. I think that's brilliant. The coaches didn't even know. I mean, the staff was... Okay. I almost didn't so, take a double so day off. I thought I was going to miss Palmer Day, and I had to coach Scrabble. So, all right. The coach perspective of me would have absolutely hated that for, for reasons of, in a week, in the last week before practice, those kids go extra hard in practice, and... That could sometimes be the difference of them getting a starting position or not. And as someone that uh, started their Gesher summer and wore that with pride, I mean, you know, like at the t- like now, obviously, it's not a big deal. I mean, like that is the most insignificant thing. But at the time, I mean, that is so important. So if you think you delay that a week, you don't you don't know what you'd be doing. But I think it's brilliant because at the end of the day, 
what what to me that says is that you know let's let's maybe take a step back and and really think about how seriously we're taking this sports game against rival Jewish summer camps. I think intensity is a good thing. I think it teaches. You know, I think the kind of intensity uh, at Hug teaches kids the skills of responsibility and accountability and respect and brotherhood and, and sisterhood. You know, they gotta. So I'm trying to remember. So what did they finally do about Palmer Day? Palmer, Palmer Day was on the Sunday. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> uh, but well, the thing about Palmer Day was that they had it on uh, on the Sunday, which they always do. Um, and so Yom Sport was the Thursday. Uh, when everyone thought Palmer Day was. And then on Sunday, Palmer, Palmer actually came to camp. And, but by that point, the kids like spent all of Shabbos just upset. They were so mad. But, you know, I think it's a good... I think it's almost a good lesson just in the sense of, you know... See, I, I go back and forth on it because I think the, the special part of camp is you can't really take yourself out of the craziness in the sense of like it's a non-stop thrill ride for seven weeks you get home after the last night of camp and you fall asleep for like 13 hours that's it just how it goes any parent listening mm-hmm. has experienced their kid going into one of the deepest sleeps they've ever seen they probably poke them with a stick to make sure they're alive <laughs> and that's morbid i'm sorry it might be true but, uh i'm used to college radio at this point but we're in the high school division so we're kicking butt um the <laughs> but i think it's good for them because I feel like the kids could take a step back and be like, what was I actually so worked up about? You know, uh, if you look at, at the tags where all three of us are wearing, what does it say on there? Bonim Kahila. Bonim Kahila. And, uh, In case of emergency, <laughs> call <laughs> Camp <laughs> on the Berkshire. No, 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 845. All right, all right. Bonim, 832. Bonim <laughs> Extension 128. To, to build, to build <laughs> a community. That's not security. That is not security for anyone listening. And, and really, that's what you, you two are talking about, building a, a community here, a Kehillah Kedosha. And I also want, and I want to mention that because that's exactly what you've been speaking about, your experiences here. And I also want to mention it as a, as a teaser because we have a couple of fantastic seriously fantastic podcasts up at callrama.us produced by David Goodman I'm going to call him Rabbi David Goodman because my understanding is as soon as he gets back to Israel he is having his smicha tekes I didn't know that and and he was with Rabbi Scott Bolton and uh, he also is that Shia's dad? That is Shia's dad. And cool. also from Chinuch, uh, Alex Eisen, who's from Sweden, which oh, in yeah. itself is interesting. JTS. Is that the guy with the cool hair? It is. Yeah. He's a JTS. Oh, I met him last summer. Nice guy. He's and a he, sweetheart. I love him. And and they have been talking about Bonin Kihila and what does Kihila mean and what does it mean in terms of prayer and how the Kihila supports those who are praying and how. It, it, it is just such an interesting podcast. So please, anyone who's listening, go to Koromad.us. There are many interesting podcasts, but definitely listen to those two and hope. And I'm sure there'll be more. The name of that podcast series is Shomim Kihila. Shomim Kihila. 
got to find a proper category for an award for that one. Yeah, I don't it's know. definitely going to be different than. Uh, I, I'd put milk that under. Uh, I'd put that under uh, best musical live performance. But, I don't uh, think that's yeah. going to compete with um, Milk and Cookies. No, but it, you know I, that was great. How's Cookies? Cookies was here for the Zimriya. It was really nice oh, to have him in the guitar playing in the band. And you didn't um, do a reunion. We thought about doing a Milk and Cookies reunion, and, and he, he really only had a couple awards. hours to be here, and he, he opted to spend some time with me and Elon and Josh just hanging out. Um, but we're hoping to do a Milk and Cookies reunion. Actually, uh, shout out to Spencer Sachs, who's been hounding me like obnoxiously so, and I love him, but it's been a lot. It's like, when are we going to go on the radio? You promised, I, which I did not. I never promise because I don't want to be accused of promising. But he wants to come down. You sound uh, like our father. I, I'm just saying. And he, the two of us. I didn't promise. I said I would. I, just, I, I said I might. Anyway, whatever. So love he, he wants to come down to the radio and have cookies call in and do like a sort of uh, a live milk and cookies reunion by phone. So we're, we're hopeful uh, that that'll happen. This studio is at your disposal. You have an open invitation to come down for plain old cookies. That's the real Mitch Mernica seal of approval. You could take it to the bank, this guarantee. And, um, you know, speaking of, like, Kahila, you know, for for any of the parents listening and, you know, wondering about, you know, the actual impact that camp can have on people. I mean, next week I'm going to uh, an old camp friend's birthday party in the city. I mean, we all still keep in touch. You know, I know Mitch had sons that went here years ago. I'm sure they still keep in touch with some of their camp friends. All the time. My my son Sammy was just in Israel for one of his Ramah friends' uh, weddings. It's beautiful. Uh, All the time. All the time. It's it's just an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so lucky that a lot of my really close camp friends are still here. They're the ones I met on staff. But even kids for fretting kids. They're adults now. Friends from my adah. That, uh, that I still see regularly. Shabbat dinners in the city and, you know, different reunions and hangouts, New Year's, whatever. We could just call him Adam. It's not. It's, <laughs> no, it's Adam. Kidding, it's Mike Silverstone. It's Woody Whitehovich, Mernick. It's, uh, that, that was good. I've even hung out with Didi and Weinreich, which, uh, you know, they're very busy. It's hard to get a hold of them out, outside of camp, you know. But, anywho. I haven't uh, talked to anyone in your ADA besides you in a long time. No, well, sure they're three years old. On the phone, he was just like, "Whatever." Wasn't that one time? Anyway, whatever. Yeah, we have good times. But uh, so, uh, Milk, you've been at camp probably for too long. Um, what is your favorite camp memory? You know, that's a that's a great question. I mean, I I've been here. This is my sixteenth summer. Seven long summers as a camper, and eight on staff now. And. I think, man, my, I mean, just... I, I didn't mean to say you were here too long. No, I mean, it right, definitely you know, felt like too long last year, and then this year I feel like I just came back renewed, and it's like I'm, I'm, I'm redeeming myself. So we'll call it the welcome. Milk Easter year, because <laughs> hey. you were resurrected. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, very much back. I don't know. What's my favorite camp memory? I think I... I mean, I probably shouldn't talk about the things like my counselors and the fire and the sun decks. I probably shouldn't talk about... I'm going to talk over you if you do. I'm going to... I think Just because it's not safe harbor hours. Oh, baby! No, my, right. my favorite uh, is Nick Rolling. I feel yeah, like... Well, I don't know who put the matter on the basketballs. You know, yin yang. Uh, you know, dipping Dots. <laughs> I actually uh, Devin will. is mine. Anybody watch Big Mouth out there? I hope know not. Uh, it's Stewie Griffin. No, it's Surfside Six. Who lives there? Oh, my God. That's my, that's my son, Stewie. Hey, hey, Stewie. How you doing? Hey, Peter. Yes, Do you want to go down to the drunken clam? 
Yeah, yeah, why not grab a couple of brews? <laughs> oh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> My name is Cleveland Brown, and I'm proud. Oh, we get a Cleveland. You want a spinoff, whatever. All right, so that, no, I think my best camp memory was doing camp adventures for the first time, 2017. I did I did camp adventures with Milk and Sammy. We had a couple of the JCs were in our group, and we would take them on these tours of camp and tell them all the ridiculous stories we could come up with, uh, all true according to our imagination. And uh, <laughs> every single one true, the, true as, And we like made pancakes in Amy Rossick's house, and we uh, sailed the mat to paradise, which is a dream. I mean, you know, we I, had some great we, times. Because what what we were like, what we decided was is. The best part of camp is not the story while you're doing it, but getting to tell it after. So we literally planned this program. I made a slideshow. Oh, my God. We uh, presented and it? And I sh- presented it, I believe, to Miriam and Moose. Yep. Um, and it went pretty well. Uh, I guess there's no surprise I'm in sales now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, basically, I was like, we're going to create memories. and we. But we really did. I mean, yeah, think about it. How many years ago was that? Was two, three years three, ago? Two or three, yeah. And oh, they were in Machon. It was got to be yeah, three years ago. three years ago. Wow. And we... I mean, you got to think about it. Because we, we did... The thing was, is what I realized at camp was, if you're just nice to everyone and respectful and you go about things the right way, you can pretty much do whatever you want within safety reasons. Sure. So I said, I went up to Michelle Fisher Gomez, who is absolutely amazing. I believe we went up together. Uh, yeah, I think we went up together. Um, if like you're that self-conscious about it. No, I can't. Sorry. I like to be f- uh, attention to detail. And... Um, we just said to her, we were like, hey, how many lifeguards do we need to pull this off? We want to sail the mat to paradise. We think it's doable. We'll return the life jackets after, I promise. But they need to keep the life jackets on for the remainder of the adventure because of how uncomfortable that is. And oh, it'll yeah. be funny. We, I think they were told specifically because they didn't they know we were going in the agam. So no. we said no denim gets too heavy. We knew. No white no shirts. White, absolutely No not. whites because mm-hmm. the last thing that we wanted was to not tell them they were going in water right. and then have a, it's a, co-ed group. a, f- we don't a want female wearing a white absolutely. shirt. We were always very cognizant. Uh, if we were going to surprise, there was a beetle that almost flew on me. I'm terrified. Oh, God. Um, oh, okay. And it wasn't Paul Ringula George. Didn't have those bugs up in the studio in Oswego. Oh, no, he had way worse things like Yetis. Um, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. serious. We had a guy in a Yeti costume. You want to Sometimes come into this like, studio and just start like punching us. It was great. Do you uh, want a snow cone? No, it's okay. It's lemon. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's my um, um, but yeah, we no denim, no white shirts. You had to wear open-toed shoes, which was hilarious because you know they always tell you to wear closed-toed shoes. No, we yeah yeah open-toed, open-toed shoes, shoes, but they we, we did not because uh, we couldn't ruin kids' sneakers. That's right. not cool. that's not cool. But we did tell them not to wear bathing Anything suits either. Big, we yeah, didn't they, want them to know was, we were going in the agam, and then they were like, surprised. "We're totally going into the agam," and we were like, "All right, uh, now we have to misdirect them yep. and tell them to like we went go to into the, the mister and do a that, swim test." <laughs> and like I don't know, I think we found like a hose or something. No, no, we did. We went to the mister right by the girls key car yeah and, and we made them do swim swim tests so first they did the front stroke we're like come on low normal <laughs> right and then we did backstroke and you should have seen him trying to do the butterfly on land with the, the kick and the two arms it looked ridiculous and then uh, I think that was the end of the adventure because um, I I don't I don't think uh, no no I mean we took him from the mat to paradise and, and then, then had an A side adventure and that's all we're gonna say about that yeah it was great because no one no one was on A side so we just 
kind of ran around there. It was and the one just told some. Pack. I mean, we just told some ridiculous stories about things that they like. The whole part of it was like you just had to buy in and right. be like, okay, th- nothing that these guys are about to tell us is even close to the truth. Yeah, well, but we, we, they're gonna be fun. Exactly. The goal is like you, you listen to these stories and you're like, I know this isn't true, but like I wanna believe because how funny would it be if this was reality? And you just like Like I think I said something about like God rest his soul, like I think we said something about like high campiest digging a tunnel underneath the softball field oh or something God. ridiculous. Oh, or, we definitely or, or told a story about a great udder descending from the sky, and that's how I got the name Milk. Like, and and then there was a strike of lightning one night on a rock in A side, and that is how the immaculate conception of Tommy Shemesh happened. No, actually, I have a new story about Tommy which, Shemesh that includes which, a mermaid. It's it's very funny. Which, well, hey, you gotta watch out for mermaids these days. They're very divisive well, topics. I'll, t- I'll tell you. They, the thing is, uh, Tommy Shemesh actually. Oh my her God! Story, it's 10 o'clock. I know. Well, so we'll, we'll wrap this up. But her story is uh, was uh, adapted by Disney into The Little Mermaid, but they changed some details. You see, Tommy Shemesh uh, gave up her ability to speak English in exchange for the legs to walk on land. <laughs> she can and speak she, English just fine when she wants the Israeli news. Oh well, she. Uh, <laughs> no, her and I made amends, Tommy. I I love you, and uh, I'm sorry Tommy that I was Shemesh. an immature kid that did not want to be at the radio station on the hour of every hour. Tommy you know what? No, that sounds kind of reasonable to me. Uh, but uh, no, and so then she she emerged from the Agam with her new legs, and uh, that's why they named it the Sun Deck after Tommy Shemesh. It's, um, it's a true story. So to put a to put a bow on this, uh, I just wanted to say first and foremost, uh, thank you to Yaniv for uh, coming back this summer and you know making sure the station's in good hands. And Mitch, all the work that you do for this place, I mean. Uh, he, Mitch is, for anyone that doesn't know Mitch, he's probably the most uh, humble guy you'll ever meet as far as, you know, it took me, I think, a year working with him to find out he had a doctorate. <laughs> um, in oncology. And, right? Like, like that, you, you gotta be smart to do, whatever. He does so much work that nobody even sees uh, with the radio station, mostly because we're under the Hadar. <clears throat> Not saying anything about that. Oh, uh, no. But, um... You know, he does so much work for this place, uh, and he's happy to do it, and he always, you know, cares about the kids' experience, number one, um, and, you know, making them... Because let's be real, what what is the point of having a radio station at your summer camp? It's, it's number one, to help diffuse the culture into camp. That That's number one. And number two... It makes kids feel really special to have an outlet in which they can feel like they're being listened to and being heard, especially when, you know, to be completely honest, it's hard when you're a counselor to give 14 kids proper attention. And when they come in here, they know that the spotlight's on them and it's super special. So thank you to Mitch. Thank you to Yaniv for doing everything he does. Um, I'm not familiar with the names of the staff that's working here. Well, this let, let me thank them. Let me but thank, thank you to them. Rowie and David. Really great, great radio guys and uh, putting up a lot of fantastic podcasts. So just want to let our listeners know that uh, the uh, Zimria is up on SoundCloud. We'll have it up on our website. And I can tell uh, you for a fact, sorry to interrupt, Mitch. By tomorrow. It's very, very hard to edit something that long. So whoever edited that, yeah, great that job. Really great job. And uh so we, and, and all the great podcasts that Yaniv did. So definitely mm-hmm. check out our website, koramad.us. It is so great to have you guys here and, and Sammy uh, having you here and, and, and then hearing that this actually had something to do with your 
comfort going into a studio on campus. I'm, I'm just thrilled to hear that. And of course, Milk, you know, I remember you were a young boy up on stage and now a, a student at JTS to become a Chazan, which is just great. It wouldn't kill you from the BMA to throw out a shout out to Korama once in a while. Yeah, well, it might be unethical. I, I mean, no. I, you know, they'll show, I'll throw out a shout out. You know, Yaniv 2006, best Hashi <laughs> button ever. And, uh, you know, some of the, the radio guys that um, that worked here that, you know, Eric Lederman, DJ oh, Leeds in the morning. Say, he uh, he uh, helped right. make this program really something. Uh, and, and, you know, he was the producer of Milk and Cookies. Uh, Jacob Varon and Shiron Mizrahi last year with Shacha Beats. I mean, Listen, the radio's I, always been such a friend. Let's talk about Shacha Beats. Oh, all right. That all right. really is fantastic. Won actually two awards. Uh, a nomination for uh, Most Innovative Music wow. on radio. And it won a nomination for... Um, for uh, best use of video in radio. No kidding, that's and wonderful. And that was some. I, you're gonna do something like that. I'm How hoping are you with, top with, that with the Zimriah over. One of the things do I want to take some time to do is, and maybe get Benji Marks, who is a really wonderful producer and AV person here now this summer. Um, my hope is to, to try and get a couple different of the musical tefillah melodies that we're, we're using a lot, and sort of sample them like I did with Noah Aronson's Barhu. Um, and, and create those sort of like hooks that the kids already know from Tefillah and to sort of continue to build up uh, a couple different maybe if I mean I don't know how much time there is to do this but maybe two or three more tracks that we could put on like a little EP of, of prayer based hip hop and Tefillah music uh, sort of in the style of Bible raps who again were like an influence on me when I was a camper here back in 08 you know it's well, been 11 years so, and we're still oh doing boy, it. That would be great. I, I, I really would love to see you do that here. And um, what, a, what a fantastic what a fantastic piece that was. And the kids responded so well. And what even came up in the podcast that I listened to today with uh, David Goodman, Shamim Kahila. You know, it is hard even for adults to engage in prayer. It's not easy to sit down. For a service necessarily, and mm -hmm. and we know that the age groups we're dealing with here, uh, they have other priorities. Mm. So how how to uh, have them appreciate prayer? How, so what what you did with Shachabits was just phenomenal. So let's definitely do more of that. So for our listeners, all of the podcasts you've heard us talk about, <laughs> even the older ones, are on Korama.us. Just go to older posts; they are all there. And if you call up right now to 845-832-6622, you can win free Yankees Mets tickets on the hour at the hour. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Extension 128. You want it? So if I could give any advice to promising radio people out there, don't use a radio voice because no one wants to hear it. Um, no, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, can you do the, the DJ John Arbuckle? Can you do that bit from, from the old Garfield and Friends? <laughs> no. Or can, you, can we at least do 16 more courses of do what do what do what do Yep. Um, All right. Getting uh, inside. Okay. No. Um... So, mm -hmm. in proper Kolarama fashion, you guys have any shout-outs before we uh, send it home? Because I need to get to bed before 1 a.m. tonight, oh. and I have a two-hour drive uh, ahead of me. I want to I want to do a <laughs> shout-out. Exactly I, I want to do a shout-out to my to my bunk, and also it's um it's and to my mom 
And um, I want to do a shout out to Sammy, who's in the room for some reason. That's what I want to do because I'm a Shorajimer. Well, I, I want, I want to do a shout out to all my radio colleagues. Sammy's over there in the corner dying. And Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your shout-outs to, Sammy? <laughs> well, I can't do the same. <laughs> you do the bit you were going to do. All right, so I'm going to do the bit I was going to do, which is very similar to Milk's. I guess he's just a genius. Um, so I want to give a I want to give a shout-out. Um, 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 I know, I, um, I want to, I want to give a shout-out to, um, everybody in my bunk. So, Justin, Asher, Alec, Daniel, Jonah, Benji, Max, um, um, my counselor, my living, even though I don't remember his name, and, <laughs> and, um, 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 and, 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 my mom and my okay. third cousin twice removed. No, and our fifth cousin twice removed, who Adam is Albert Sandler. Einstein. Oh. No, seriously, you know, Albert Einstein's our two second cousin some, five times removed. We've had some shout outs to Goldfish. And my, and and my, and, and my puppy, I was never there. <laughs> okay, so and and I know that my parents aren't listening because they told me that they're busy at work and they don't want to talk to me. But um, shout out to them and um, no, but actually, uh, shout out to I, Bubby. Now that I realize it, um. Kids, eat, eat your heart out when it comes to shout-outs. Yeah. Also, if I ask you who you're going to shout-out to before going on air, and then you make 20 more shout-outs, I actually never found that annoying. I actually thought it was pretty sweet that you had people you cared about. Yo, Sammy, shout-out to Max Salad. <laughs> they have I really tried hard not to laugh. Oh, Mom just texted me. Let's see what she said. Oh, Are you out, home? Shout-out nope. to Mom. Mom, if you were tuned in, you'd Listen know. Listen to Cole Rama, we're but it's not about, not about the awards. Oh, not about the awards. So we want to do one last sort of uh, man to mention the legend. I, I, it's very important to me. I want to go home, Jacob. All right. <laughs> I want to go home. I'm Mitch um, I Mitch All right. You guys have anything else? <laughs> this is, this is going to be horrible to try and edit, but... Uh, I don't think there needs to be any. I think this is perfect. I think this is this is perfect raw like radio madness in the best way. Um, Me as well. So uh, I think we should all say a Temizing Demon in unison like I, that one time. And so all right, so ready? Go home. Three, two. In Mitch voices. Obviously. I mean, oh, there are three clones of Mitch Mernick That's in the room. True. Uh, Tem- All right, so one, two, three. Atemizing you. That was terrible. May I assign him to Shalom Shefram, Margishim Kayich Ba'avir. How come you sounded more like me than me? Your radio station, November 2. November 2, Sierra Juliet. That is our FCC-licensed shortwave amateur radio station at Camp Ramah in the Berkshires, N2SJ. This is an exciting program. This is your chance to speak to people all over the world. Plain old fun. Come on down and visit our amateur radio station, November 2, Sierra Juliet, at Camp Ramah in the Berkshires. N2SJ. Radio Kulamah.